Who could believe in the prophecies of a Daniel or a Miller that the world would end this summer while one milkweed with faith matured its seeds? From Henry David Thoreau, 1817-1862. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanaju Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for July 23rd to 30th, 2021, and the last quarter of the Buck Moon. So here are some natural events. Way back in the spring, you'd be hard put to find a more devoted gardener than your commentator. Before the frost is Barely out of the ground, we start cultivating and raking and loading on the compost and waiting for any sign of life from the perennials. We greet each new sprout with a cheer. And then come Memorial Day, we have our annuals, cosmos, nasturtiums, zinnias, and the like ready to pop into the ground. And we wait eagerly for them to bloom while pulling the weeds that inevitably pop up. By the 4th of July, however, our zeal has often flagged a little, and by late July, nature has generally taken her course, and there are weeds aplenty in the flower garden, and we're feeling guilty for letting them get ahead of us. Most years that's the way it goes, but this year we decided to forego the guilt trip and treat the weeds that found us on their own just as kindly as we treat the plants we buy at the garden center. First and foremost, of course, are the oxeye daisies, familiar to all, a great flower for cutting and arranging because they last so long. That tall plant with the dark green foliage and masses of small white star-like flowers? Well, I tell people that it's saponica, and they nod and smile, and then I tell them it's also called bouncing bet or soapwort, and you can make soap with it, and their eyebrows go up. That soft spreading plant with rounded leaves and cute yellow flowers is greater celandine, it's also called tetterwort, and its orange sap is said to cure warts. That tall plant with numerous yellow blossom spikes is solidago. It's great for attracting native pollinators. Monarch butterflies particularly love it, and it has many medicinal uses. It's also called goldenrod. And of course, there's the milkweed, which is the plant monarchs prefer to lay their eggs upon. Come to think about it, these weeds are a whole lot more useful than the plants we bought at the garden center, and just as pretty, too. Here's a field and forest report. Probably safe to come out now. The plague of the earwigs seems to be winding down. For a while there, there were earwigs in the bed, earwigs in the kitchen, in the bathroom, 
just about everywhere. We had to shake out our clothes and check our shoes every morning, pick up a book or a cup or your napkin, and an earwig scampers out. You know, it was enough to make a person jumpy. It's usually our practice to take insects outside using the old jar and postcard trick. But we had gone past that, true confessions. We had resorted to more drastic measures. Yes, they are only doing what they were made to do. Yes, they are one of the few insects that looked after their young, cleaning their eggs, turning them like a hen. But there were just too many earwigs. And then one day, as though the emperor earwig had ordered them all to retreat, they simply disappeared. And we haven't seen a single one in the house since, not a one. Just amazing. Has anything like this happened to you? You can let us know at awanajoalmanac at gmail.com. For the saltwater report, an easy-to-harvest seaweed is dulse, palmaria palmata. Dulse grows on ledges near the low tide line, has flat, dark red fronds that can be dried in the sun, make a fine snack or seasoning. Delicious. A great reason to go paddling at low tide. And here's a rank opinion. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, What is a weed? It is a plant whose virtues have not been discovered yet. And we are discovering the virtues of so many that they may soon outnumber the store-bought flowers in our garden. Finally, a couple of seed pots to carry around with you. First from the American naturalist Hal Borland, 1900 to 1978. Summer is a promissory note signed in June. It's long days spent and gone before you know it and due to be repaid next January. And from the Greek poet Hesiod around 700 BCE. It will not always be summer. Build barns. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>